Hey, what's up? It's the real ass dude, Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Luis J. Gomez. You're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man completely nude from the waist down, dick hard, jacking off, and aiming it right at his own mouth. That's Jeff Clark. Put on the fancy Donatello V-neck tonight. Oh, shit. And transmitting to us from the Eagles Stadium jail cell... The bearded booger-eating bird known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. It, you, it, you should have done uh, the Lincoln Financial Field first aid. Is that wait? Is that what it's called now? Is it's what the Lincoln what Lincoln called. Park Stadium Eagles it's House? It's always or been Lincoln Financial Field. Oh, uh, and that's where the Eagles play the home home games. Yes, it is. Gotcha. Yeah. But he went to the nurse's office. Yeah, the pretty Eagles much. Game. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Apparently it was a busy weekend for all. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, First weekend of, of November did not disappoint any of us. It feels like. No. Remember, remember the first weekend of November. I, I literally just got home from LAX. Just got back from Houston for Skankfest. Was there for the weekend. Did a little Ellis Mania Skankfest crossover. While I'm watching the fights... My phone starts blowing up from the MSPH text thread of Shuddy Boy being like, um, Guy, I'm at the Eagles game with Dom, and uh, he went to the bathroom about 15 minutes ago, and I haven't heard from him since. And he's not answering his calls and texts. And I, Of course, I'm sitting there at a comedy festival watching people punch each other in the face, and so I'm just like, yeah, he's probably pooping or jacking off. And And... Shuddy's texts just start leaning more and more serious, and then the one comes where it's like, "Guys, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get really concerned. He's not back." <laughs> so, um, on Tuesday, no, you sound Wednesday, a little quiet, Shuddy. Is your thingy? I haven't touched anything. Hmm. Do I sound okay to you, Jeff? Yeah, you sound good. To, you sound good. You're just a tiny low, but never mind. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Um, last Wednesday, I was listening to sports talk radio, and it registered with me that the Eagles were home this weekend, and I got a bug up my ass that Dom and I were going to go as a late birthday present. So I got us tickets for Sunday, and he sent me a text, I want to say Friday, that said, hopefully this goes better than the times we've gone and I've gotten blackout drunk. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, I'm rooting for it to go the exact same. Sounds uh, like it may have. And my thought process was, I don't drink like I used to. There's no way that this could go off the rails. because you're, you're on the cusp of 40. Like a month, yeah, like... month and a half and you will be 40. Like, I mean, I went all out. Like, I got, I, I bought a portable, I got us a portable propane grill. I got burgers, chips. Like, we, I got a whole tailgate spread for just us to hang out. Like, that was the whole plan. 
Well, we get there and we're starting to grill and this young dude comes over and he's like, hey guys, I'm sorry to ask, but we brought everything for the tailgate, but we forgot our grill. When you're done, can we use yours? And if you guys want to come over, have a beer, hang out, that'd be totally awesome. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Well, it's, it's ask grass or gas. Nobody grills for free. Well, <laughs> so I bring the grill over and they're like, they tried to pay us for using the grill, which I didn't let them do. And they're like, do shots with us. So I call Dom over and we start shooting tequila. <laughs> with Fuck these yeah. late nice. 20 somethings dom fell madly in love with a girl nice for i mean he talked about her constantly from that point forward <laughs> when he was able to talk which we will get to was there <laughs> any energy there did she possibly like dom at all as much she was very interested in everything he had to say does she like 311? That I don't think came up, but mm. we, we played sign. some drinking games. We played flip cup. We played beer pong. We played some games. They taught us some games. Like we had a good time. And by the time we were ready to go into the game, Dom was in a very familiar stage of drunkenness that I have not seen him in in a quite a while where I said, okay, Dom, like I be on the way down. I was like, what time do you want to go into the stadium? And he gave me a time. So we got to that time. I'm like, all right, dude, it's time. We should probably start heading in. And he goes exactly like this. He goes, give me five. We'll leave in five minutes. No, we'll leave in 10 minutes. No, we'll leave in 15. I was like, all right, Dom, 15 minutes. And then 15 minutes, he goes, give me five more minutes to finish this beer. I'm like, Dom, we have a walk to the stadium. Drink the beer on the way. Let's go. We got to go. Yeah. Take a roadie. So we get in there, we get into the stadium. Everything goes smoothly getting into the stadium. Dom and I are both wasted. We're having a grand old time. Um, Anybody want to play flip cup before the end of the second quarter? I went and I, I got us. I just went on a sweet hunt and I came back with an armful of cookies and candy and just ready to go. Just from the concession stands from the concession stands. Yeah. How many Patreon tears did that cost you? I mean, when I I was over dramatizing, it was two cookies and a pack of Twizzlers and a pack of peanut M&Ms, but it was still 20 fucking dollars. So so, so two Patreon tears. Um, And then with 12 minutes left in the third quarter, Dom goes, I have to go to the bathroom. It's like, all right. And I was like, when I went and got the snacks, I also went to the bathroom. So I took the bathroom. You walked down the stairs from where we were sitting and into the concourse. And if you turned left, there was a men's room immediately. And if you turned right, there was a men's room immediately. Like you did not have to go far to go to the bathroom. And you didn't ask Dom if it was number one or number two. I didn't, but I assumed it was number one. And then any of you have the courage to take a shit in an arena or stadium bathroom, obviously sports doesn't apply to you, Kevin, but at a concert, it would have to be a dire emergency. Yeah. If I'm, if, if my only choices are shitting my pants or shitting in a gross toilet, I will pick the gross toilet. I'll, I'll, (laughs) I'll do the, the hover move where, where I try and aim my ass and like launch it into the toilet. 
and maybe get a stuffed yeah. animal if it goes in. I had a video, some barstool trending video caught uh, a couple, a young couple having sex in a Philadelphia Eagles bathroom. That doesn't um, that doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> no, not at all. How did so? What was up with Dom's bathroom uh, visit? Well, he wandered around a little bit yeah. and came back with hot dogs for the two of us. Um, yeah, so this is this is the point where Shuddy Boy looped us in. So we're getting these texts that are in, getting increasingly more panicked. Which now that I know that you guys were, you know, shooting tequila and drinking beers with youngsters in the in the parking lot, it it makes more sense now that you are worried about Dom. Like, where the hell did he go? Like, do I stay in the spot where I he left me so he can find his way back to me, or do I have to go try and find him? And then you the sent us a picture level. of the hot dog he came back with that looks like it had about. 20 pounds of ketchup and cheese. It had so much ketchup and mustard on both of these hot dogs he brought back, one for each of us, that you couldn't see the hot dog underneath. And he came back with zero napkins. (laughs) It it felt like it was going to be the uh, nice end of the story, though, because you were kind of tripping, panicking about where the fuck he was, and he came back with hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Sam's I was like, what took so long? Still. He's like, you know, I wanted to get us some food and I couldn't decide what. I was like, okay, that's fine. I can so just, we're... now I'm just picturing like a, a drunken Dom swaying on his feet at the counter with a line growing behind him, trying to make up what he wants from the concessions, which I can't imagine there's too many options. There aren't, not from where he went, but enough that it was still probably difficult for him. <laughs> and then we get into the fourth quarter. He's eating his hot dog. I'm eating mine. I'm watching the game. So I'm not 100% sure what happened. All I know is that what I catches my eye in my field of vision is Dom throwing up. Oh. Into what? <laughs> is he puking onto the he's, onto the he's like, so you've been to, to football, to stadiums. You know that. The higher up you get, the closer together the seats get. Yeah. <laughs> so Dom is like, like, like he's turned. Mm. So he's not puking on the people in front of him. Yeah. In the, the little bit of space between him and me and the seats in front of us. Oh, yeah. I'm like, he's drunk and puking. Like I just automatically, my first reaction is to like put my hand out and make sure that the vomit doesn't go on the people in front of us because my friend is so drunk he's puking. And <laughs> then I realize he's choking on his hot dog. Choking. And he catches he catches his breath. He's having he's very panicky. He's hyper hyperventilating. The crowd around us like scattered like cockroaches when you turn the light on because he's <laughs> <laughs> And did he make any noise that resembled his cough? No, because I think he, he was so embarrassed at first. He was so embarrassed that he was trying to not let anybody know what was going on. But like water was just like pouring out of his mouth. Okay. Like, so and like hanging from like spit globs. Like it was just. Well, an old guy that was sitting in front of us stayed and helped me calm Dom down until security and first aid could get to Dom. Calm him down. Like he was being emotional. Like 
the guy was like, you're breathing, you're talking, you're not choking. Like it could still be stuck, but you're, you know, you're out. You're, it's not a dire emergency. Like don't panic, just calm down. You're breathing. That's a good sign that you can breathe. So as long as you're breathing, like we don't need to like do anything drastic. Just so in calm your, down. in your, in your mind, Shuddy was Dom's vomiting. What was the percentage due to alcohol? And what was the percentage due to choking on a hot dog? Well, immediately it was, I thought it was a hundred percent alcohol. And then it quickly switched to a hundred percent hot dog related. So do you think if Dom was a hundred percent sober and choked on that hot dog, he still would have puked like that? Yes. Oh, wow. Because this is a, what an asshole hot dog. Because he's, you should sue the stadium. See the Philadelphia Eagles. It's yeah. not necessarily the hot dog's fault. Dom, <laughs> no, it definitely isn't. It's definitely Dom's fault. First Dom didn't chew it well enough is what yeah. happened. That's what Absolutely. happened. It's, you got to chew your food, Dom. Like they're asking me, like, where did he get the hot dog from? I'm like, <laughs> I could not tell you. He disappeared. <laughs> what? From where did he get the hot Oh, some fucking uh, the some, stadium. Some, yeah, some no, sketchy guy in an overcoat. Stand? Which concession stand did he get the hot dog from? I go, <laughs> I don't know. He left me at the 12 minute mark of the third quarter just to go to the bathroom and didn't get back in his seat until a minute and a half left in the third quarter. It actually wasn't a concession stand. In, there's there's a guy over time, there in an overcoat who's selling hot dogs and, and fake Rolex watches. I think he got it from that guy. 25 minutes of time that he was gone. Like, I don't know where the fuck he went. I, <laughs> I cannot account for that time, like. If we were, if he was being charged with possibly murdering somebody in that time span, I could not account. I could not be a good alibi. I don't know where the fuck he was. He very well could have. He was gone forever. Yeah, Dom t- does tend to murder a lot of people. So <laughs> where where did he get the hot dog from? Uh, a hot dog vendor. <laughs> and he's. I, I found out from him later that he's reading them what his bank statement says, which just says Aramark Lincoln Financial Field. And I go, Dom, that's useless to them. Aramark is who runs all of the concession stands. It could have literally been any concession stand in the stadium, based on that information. Like, was it right down outside of our seats? Like, was it that one? So is this like when? When there's like a drinking and driving accident and they want to like bring the bartender on charges for over serving the customer, whereas like they got to find the hot dog vendor and press charges. <laughs> like who so, cares which person sold on the so, hot dog? So a paramedic comes up to my seat and up to our seats and she's talking to Dom and she's like, we'll take you downstairs, check you out, just make sure you're okay. So I'm sitting, I don't know what to do. And so... You watch the game. You just chill. Dom go. Dom looks at me and he goes, "I'll be right back." I said, "Okay," and I stayed in my seat. I stayed in my seat, and then they call me, and they're like, "We're transferring him to the hospital. You can go with him, or or you can just stay at the game." Like they gave me a choice. I'm like. I'm his ride back to Bethlehem. Like I can't just fucking leave him. So they come up and get me, take me down to the first aid station in the bowels of Lincoln financial field. There's an old guy that different old guy, the guy over 65, because that's all they kept saying to him is you're over 65. You really should go to the hospital because apparently he was wasted 
and tripped walking up the steps and stopped his fall on the stairs with his nose. Oh. That sucks. Was he wearing? There was like, a woman that I have shit. no idea. I, as nosy <laughs> as I was trying to be, I could not figure out what her issue was. The only thing I heard them say to her was, "You only have one ticket to the game. So who were you here with? Do you know where you are?" And she was like, catatonic. Dom, they've got hooked up to machines. They're giving him an IV. Dude, how does that stadium not have a reality show in that first aid room, whatever? Like, the guy who who broke his fall with his nose, a a 65-plus shirtless man painted up in the Eagles colors. He wasn't shirtless, but he was like, (laughs) they kept saying, you should go to the hospital and have them do a CT scan because there might be something that we don't know about. It may be more than just a bloody nose. And then you got that lady. I feel fine. You got that lady who's could have COVID. catatonic and doesn't doesn't know who she came with. And then you got Dom, who's about to be loaded in an ambulance because he choked on a hot dog. Well, they're like, so they it should was... all hold on. They should all be in a triple threat match at MSPH wrestling. Or just Kevin, a one. A it's one... not wrong that there should be a reality show because I was just. With everything that was going on, it was ridiculous. Because but I like, like I like Jeff. Right, we're going to send him to Jefferson and him to Jefferson. We're going to he's going to go to Jefferson first, and then he's going to go to Jefferson. And they're like, we can't send them both to Jefferson. They'll be so angry at us. And they're like, all right, well then, Dom, you'll go to Penn. You'll go to Jefferson. <laughs> I couldn't. They so they came in to load Dom onto a gurney to put him into the ambulance. So I start. I'm like, all right, I guess I should go get my car and meet him over there. How do I get out of here? They walked me past the team buses, like out the ultra security gate where that has like barricades to block people to coming in and like armed guards, like the player's entrance. And I get back to the car and I cannot get head the direction I need to go because all of the roads are closed for stadium traffic. It took me. Hey, can you guys take me back to the locker room? It took me a half hour to go the five miles from the stadium to the hospital and then another 15 minutes to find the unmarked parking garage entrance for the hospital to the point where I just get in. I walk, I'm walking into the emergency room and I get a text from Dom that says, uh, I'll read it. <laughs> you got the hot dog out. I want to see. I like Jeff's. Just want, I want to let you know I'm feeling better. I think they're going to bring you back. Make sure I can eat crackers, and then we can peace out. So they bring me back. Dom eats applesauce crackers, and we're out of there in like. I mean, I wasn't even there for probably 20 minutes, and then we were on the way home. I like Jeff's idea of working this into MSPH wrestling. Maybe we can just get a one v one match of Dom versus a hot dog. Dom. <laughs> Apparently, Dom had, I wasn't there for this. And only submissions win. But had. <laughs> lost count anywhere. <laughs> lost his, his temper with the nurse <laughs> to the point where the doctor uh, had to ask him if there was a problem. Oh, my God. Because it's not the nurse's fault. It's the hot dog's problem. Because right? apparently somebody had told him I wasn't in there for any of this. Like I had just come into the room after all of this happened and Dom was settled down. But apparently somebody told him that if he has to throw up, 
to throw up in the bag that they gave him so they can see if he passes the hot dog chunk so they don't have to because the reason we went to Penn was because they have a GI specialist in the ER so they were thinking they might have to put a camera down and then pull the blockage out so Dom still feels like he's throat pregnant with a hot dog tip at that went on his way to the hospital yes good fucking so lord he coughed it up into the bag and apparently showed the nurse because that's what somebody had told him to do and the nurse's response how do and, i know this and, is the same hot dog no this was, could be a different hot dog tip was ew that's gross which set dom off to where he spiked the bag of vomit into the trash can. <laughs> I think that's a fair reaction, though. That's, I mean, come on, you're a nurse. You see gross shit all the time. How bad was it? And I love that bad was it? Dom was offended by her being grossed out by his hot dog. He was like, I was told to do this, but if you don't want to see it, I don't, I'm not going to fucking keep it. How dare you? This is a beautiful hot dog tip. Apologize. Apologize yeah, to that you- hot dog. It's like it's like if you get shot a few times and you save the bullets afterwards, you gotta save that hot dog to keep it on your mantle. Yeah, like bronze it and make a pendant out of it. Yeah, this fucking thing tried to get rid of me, but I outlasted it. <laughs> yeah, engrave like nothing to lose on it. <laughs> oh man! Oh shit! Well, Eagles lost too. So yeah. shitty birthday for Tom. <laughs> Yeah, maybe next year you guys should just go to Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And he didn't get that girl's number, I'm assuming. No. Poor guy. Poor guy. Full of L's on his birthday. Dom doesn't deserve that. Hopefully he beats that hot dog at MSPH wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Right now he's 0-1 versus the hot dog, and then maybe at MSPH wrestling 11 we could have the the fucking final, the final match, the trilogy. Although, how embarrassing if if Dom gets tapped out by a hot dog. Oh yeah, and it's by a choke out. The hot dog chokes him out. I love Dom. He doesn't deserve this stuff. No, I can't but. believe our old college antics are still going after poor Dom into his forties. <laughs> well, the grateful for Dom not being able to eat a fucking hot dog. <laughs> Jeez. And I had I brought my my vape pen into so I was I was so high while all of this was happening and I'm like sitting there eating uh M&Ms while I'm rubbing <laughs> Dom's back trying to keep him <laughs> help him feel <laughs> just shoveling peanut M&Ms down my throat. <laughs> Hey, hey, Dom! Can you stop barfing? You're kind of, you're kind of killing my high here. I love that image of you rubbing his back and eating M and M's. I would be so mad, dude! Don't fucking touch me! Don't fucking touch me! <laughs> <laughs> He's so mad. I'm glad that's over with. <laughs> nice, God! What a, what a day for the soundboard! What a day for the Puminati! Yeah. Speaking of which, you saw so, you. You saw well, some Puminati, yeah, yeah. Fight weekend for you, buddy. I got you didn't have to fight, but I yeah. I, thank God I didn't have to fight because they were really good fights. Holy shit! So um, 
for for people that don't listen to the Jason Ellis show, just to get people up to speed real quick, there has been uh, a well, I don't I don't want to say a rivalry because it's it's friendly, but there's, there can be friendly rivalries. Yeah, a friendly a friendly rivalry yeah. between Jason Ellis. Should be did it for like ten years. <laughs> Uh, between Jason Ellis and Louis J. Gomez of Legion of Skanks, and Louis, MSPH alum, yeah, MSPH alum, former Riot Cast brethren, um, he did a MMA fight against another comedian, Ryan O'Neill, a couple Ellis Manias ago in Vegas, which was incredible. I mean, the two of them had no experience; they just love watching MMA. That was the one we were at, right? Yeah, and I don't know about you guys, but I definitely had a head full of mind-altering substances while watching that fight. And- As did I. The only thing I really remember about those fights is we were seated about seated about four people away from Steve Ranzizi in the oh. VIP section. By the way, saw him this weekend. <laughs> and and his Are dog. Are him and Ellis friends? I saw his penis. Um, I think they might be now. Uh, After you saw his penis? Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah, there's bonding experience. A lot happened this weekend. It was it was fucking wild. So, um, Lewis put on a hell of a fucking show. I just remember, you know, I was I had a little bit of substances in me that makes your mood a little bit better. So, I was I was super into that that fight. I was super impressed. Um, the two of them for for just being amateurs, like beyond amateurs, amateur amateurs. And putting on a fight like that and really beating the fuck out of each other. I, I think they had MMA gloves on and they were really fucking going at it. It was it was really impressive. And Lewis has kind of stuck with it. Not not religiously, but you know, I think the most recent we were supposed to have another Ellis Mania. But some of the hotels in Vegas are just being weird with everything opening back up. They're they're just being weird about which like we had events booked and then they fucking canceled on us multiple times. So Jason Ellis versus Luis J. Gomez in an Ellis Mania main event MMA fight was supposed to have already happened by now. But it keeps on going and the two of those guys just keep fucking training. And it's gone on so long that they did a, a Skankfest Ellis Mania merger. So Skankfest started I think maybe even late Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken, but it went the the whole weekend. There were tons of live podcasts. There were three or four different stages in different rooms and outside with comedians going like nonstop. It was a jam, jam packed event. And on Saturday and Sunday, they had a boxing ring built outside where they did Ellis Mania fights. And yesterday, Lewis and Jason were in a musical chair fight where there's like six fighters and four chairs. When the music stops, everybody rushes to sit down. The two people left without a seat have to box for one minute. The loser's eliminated, and it just keeps going until there's a winner. And Jason and Lewis have wanted to square off for a while, so they were like, okay, here's the deal. It's going to be a stack deck. Jason flew out actual pro fighters, and even a guy that was in the UFC, Alan Joban, and him... Jason and Lewis were in it, and they were like, okay, for the first round, we're just going to go to separate corners, and when the music stops, all the pros sit down, and we just square off for a minute. <clears throat> and it was really evenly matched, like surprisingly 
even. I mean, Jason definitely had the upper hand, but Lewis did way better than I thought he would. So, I mean, it feels like in that situation, uh, the person who loses and is out of the the musical chair fight is the real winner. For sure. It feels like punishment to then have to go against actual MMA fighters yeah. winning that first fight. <laughs> like, yeah, but, I take a dive, actually. Yeah, so so Jason did beat Lewis, and that means Lewis has agreed to get a wolf knife tattoo, which is kind of funny. And if Jason lost, he would get a Legion of Skanks tattoo. Oh, um, what, a, what a, actually a good little, I don't know, prize or stipulation. That's yeah. pretty good. But the fights Louis were sick, Jay man. Gomez, he, like, like... If there was betting odds on this, Ellis would have been a huge favor, right? Because he's been he's got like a lot more experience. Yeah, Joe Rogan bet a thousand dollars on Ellis. Oh no shit! Yeah, I saw Ellis against tweet Ari Shafir. I didn't know how literal that was. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, hey, he made Ari some money. That's cool. But you said Lewis actually no, he put made together Joe a good Rogan fight. money. Oh yeah, Lewis. Lewis had good head okay. movement. He was dodging shots. He got a few in on Jason. It was. I don't know that that dude's got that dude's got heart. You know he's he's a he's a hustler. He's a tough worker. You know I mean we knew Lewis back when we were you know just starting on Riotcast and shit, and then he stopped doing hammer fisting the MMA show on Riotcast and started Legion of Skanks, and that just exploded. And you know I've never been to a skank fest, but I always see pictures from it and see who performs there and the you know video clips and being there in person was. It's a very, very well-run event for the style that they have, you know? Yeah, I mean, I remember the one time he came on our podcast, he was talking about this new uh, this new podcast like thing that he was doing, the Legion of Skanks and, and Gas Digital. I don't know if that's still around, but yeah, still I remember going. just hearing about it and surprised and, you know, interested in, like, his... Uh, I don't know his commitment to it and his hustle. Didn't know what would turn of or come of it, but now he's throwing events and supposedly it's really good. Tim Dillon tweeted out about it and said that it was an awesome event. Was was he there? I didn't see I him. He, so right. I didn't actually go to a lot of the events there. I was there for the fights. We did a Jason Ellis show, taping in front of a crowd, um, and which we'll all get into in a second. I went to the Naked Roast. So there were, like, the biggest name comics were, like, Bobby Kelly was there, um, Jim Florentine, Bob Saget, um, Doug Stanhope, Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch of people, but there was there was a good lineup. There was a ton of live podcasts. Steel Panther performed that, like, uh, 80s hairband parody group where they just do funny songs as 80s hair metal songs. Were they uh, good? I've never, I'm not familiar with them. They're good. They they sound like Poison, but they're they, you know they're active today, and they just do songs about like hooking up with fat girls and like it's 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 almost like nice. Blood if Bloodhound Gang was a hair metal band. Steel okay. Panther. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, the, the, the there was so much happening. It was sold. It sold out really quick, and Lewis like they did multiple Legion of Skanks podcasts, stand up roasts um lewis was the pinata in the pinata fight both ellis mania days saturday and sunday and then he was in the musical chair fight 
and then they did like a roast of Lewis to cap the whole event off on Sunday night. He was just nonstop working. And on top of that, anytime like myself or Jason needed something, he was like our point man. Dude fucking never stopped to take a breath. It was crazy. Damn. Like, him and Big him and Big J Okerson were just had everything worked out to like a T. It was fucking nuts. That's impressive. Do you think any of this like I don't know, affected him in the fight with Ellis? No. Do you, do you think it was like a, a fair competition, right? Because how I was uh, envisioning or expecting the bout to go would be like an actual like fight, like a prize fight. I don't know, three rounds, three minutes. Um, no, this was either way you saw, you think we got enough and you kind of, it was a good fight regardless. It was a good fight. Jason, Jason also was in a bunch of different boxing matches over the weekend. Okay. So the both of them were doing doing some physical stuff. After the the one one minute round that the two of them faced off in, the crowd wanted like another round, but they were both pretty sweaty. Like it was it was kind of hot out, and they're in the sun boxing. Like sixty seconds doesn't seem like a long time, but as somebody who you know I'm clearly no athlete, but I've boxed in quite a few Ellis Manias, and sixty seconds feels like forty five minutes. It's insane how winded you can get after 60 seconds. Absolutely. Um, yeah, fight, boxing 60 seconds is unlike anything else. So they did another 30 seconds just to clear up. Because it was, it was close. But Jason clearly clearly won. But, um, okay, so I don't think... You guys have been to a couple Ellis Manias. I have never seen this much, this much blood drawn. There were people really? that, There were people that signed up on the day. Like, oh, wait, there's boxing going down? Yeah, sign me up. I'll participate. <laughs> like, fucking bloody mouth guards. Someone got out right when they got out of the ring, puked. Um, oh, no. Pull the dom, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Ate a hot dog. Like, two female comedians just saw all this going down and were like, hey, we want to box each other for, like, two one-minute rounds, if that's cool. And they're like, all right, sign a waiver, get get a mouth guard fitted, and get in there. And then we found out afterwards, one of them had been tripping on acid for four days. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought I saw I saw a few of the fights, uh, or footage of a few of the fights on, on Twitter, like Ellis posting it to his account. I think I saw that one. Maybe maybe it's just a different uh, female fight. Was that, was that one entertaining? Was it weird? They were all entertaining. Hell, yeah. I mean, those events are so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. And it was, it was cool seeing the reaction from the crowd, because... You know, I think Skankfest sold out before we even got signed to appear there. So we didn't even get to promote it and be like, hey, Ellis fam, come on, get tickets. Let's let's pack this out. It was fucking sold out already. So it was a majority of skanks in the audience. And <laughs> a lot of them had never seen Ellis Mania before. And they're all flipping out. People were going nuts. When it was over, they had food trucks like um, outside. So I went over and I was waiting in line to get a, a po'boy. And the guys in front of me were like, did you see this Ellis Mania shit? And the guy's like, no, what was going on? Is that the boxing thing? He's like, dude, they had guys that were blindfolded with dog shot collars on. Just like four of them in a ring at once, swinging blindly at each other. And the guy was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's insane. Like, people were just all around Skankfest were, were talking about how nuts it was. That's so, awesome. Hopefully when we do get to do one again in Vegas... I mean that Lewis versus Jason is going to be the headliner, so I, I have a I have a good feeling that um, 
It'll, it'll be, be fun. A, it'll be a it'll be a packed house. Good crowd. I didn't even think much about it, but I had some FOMO. Uh, once you like flew to to Houston, I had a few Puminati hit me up, asked me if I was going to be in Houston. They were going to be there for Skank Fest. Yeah, I had people I coming up to me I'd asking went. if they were like, "Hey, Jeff and Shuddy coming out?" I'm like, "Nah." But there were nah. people there asking for you guys. Yeah, I wish that I had went. I guess I didn't even really. <clears throat> consider it too much until you actually like the week of so but um still there was decent amount of puminati that turned out even though the tickets were sold out yeah huh i wonder like how much of the puminati and skanks overlap there are you know obviously not as much as like ellis fam and puminati i mean they're pretty much just overlapping fully but yeah that venn diagram there's a very small area that they don't overlap yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i so. mean some of them just like kevin and hate you and i but yeah well uh, according to that one exit survey well if it makes you feel any better there are people that listen that hate me and just like you two yeah did they go up to you in person and tell you because that would make me feel better <laughs> i think hey, I've, i think i've other... gotten words gotten to me we're, we're the funnier guys in your podcast, Kevin. <laughs> so I honestly didn't really plan on, because yeah, I'm a fucking pussy. I got my, my second vaccine shot seven months ago. So in theory, my antibodies, not all that strong. Um, so I knew there, there was not a fucking mask to be seen in Houston. Of course Damn, not. Right. I, saw the, the, I saw one person wearing a mask and it was the fucking guy that mugged me. <laughs> so I, i'm i'm just like you know what i'm gonna because I, I have to go to like in less than two weeks i'm going to see i'm going to jersey for my cousin's wedding and you know so my elderly relatives are going to be there my dad whose health is declining uh is going to be there and i really want to see him and i just don't want to get it and not know it and bring it there and you know get my dad even sicker get my grandma sick so I was trying to play it a little bit safe. Um, so I really only had plans to be there for when Ellis Mania was going on and when we were doing the Jason Ellis show. And then when Jason was going to be doing the Naked Roast, so he was a judge. Lewis asked him, like, hey, do you want to be a judge on the Naked Roast and be naked? Jason was like, sure. And that was the end of it. So when Jason mentioned that to us, we were like, so what happens in a naked roast? Like, what are you going to be doing? He's like, oh, I don't know. We we're like, hmm, <laughs> maybe you should call Lewis. So he calls Lewis yeah. and gets, gets brought up to speed. Doesn't make you wonder, how do these conversations happen? Like your first, the first thing that you responded with wasn't, well, what's a naked roast? <laughs> no, because Jason, you know, Jason's also a hustler. If, if you're like, yeah. hey, there, we're, there's some stuff happening at this comedy festival. Would you like to partake in it? Jason doesn't ask questions. He says yes. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a fucking professional I mean, how much, He just, how many he just questions goes down the do ramp. You, Fuck it. Yeah. Do you need to ask about a naked roast? It seems pretty, well, pretty self-explanatory. Well, I mean, some I of the questions know. we had are, who else is going to be naked? Are you yeah. the only one? And he was like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. well, you might want to find out if you're just going to be the only person sitting there with his dick out. Right. Um, is everyone a part of the roast naked? Are we roasting just naked people? Like, I feel like there's a decent amount of questions you can ask there. Yeah. So um, we find out that it is, you know, what it seems on the surface. They have 
two comedians come up on stage. They're butt-ass naked. They roast each other, and then the judges declare a winner, and then you bring two more people on. So it was... They, they have a really, really strict policy. So I had no intention on going until Lewis was talking about it. He's like, dude, it is the fucking craziest thing you will ever see. We've done this a couple of years. It's always the most popular part of Skankfest. And you will you will not be disappointed. Like, you have to <laughs> fucking see this in person. Bless you. Thank you. And Bless you. I knew we were doing a podcast the next day. So I was like, you know what? I should be there to see it so when Jason does a recap, I can be there to like bounce stuff off of him and you know give him a perspective from the audience. Um, so it's not just like Jason giving this you know his story without us being able to participate with him. Was uh, it was Tully there the whole time? Did he do most of these events or? Yeah, he was there. He didn't. I don't think he came to the naked roast. Um, so they they had a like a super super strict policy about phones. They were like if you even if anybody even sees somebody pulling a phone out of their pocket to look at it, like if you got a text, you're immediately ejected and your pass is revoked and you're banned from Skankfest. Why? Because like, they're like if anybody, people are going up on stage naked. If you sneak a photo, oh, oh I I thought and, you meant in general. It's oh no no no, the, just just the naked roast because they well that makes sense that makes sense. Sorry. They were like if the yeah. second the second a photo gets out from the nude naked roast that's it it never happens again yeah there's a no camera policy at the uh event or the facility i went to this weekend too <laughs> yeah i understand why <laughs> same reason yeah all right yeah totally so nudity. i i did end up getting a text from tully being like hey where do i go to get in for the naked roast because it was kind of fucked up like i had it like an all-access thing and they still wouldn't let me into the green room and i'm like no i'm here with jason ellis they're like can't do it can't do it so I actually had to go and find go find Lewis and Big J, and they ushered me in. So that was the only way I got in was with the head honchos. Yeah, Mister and Mrs. Skank. Yeah. So Jason, like the the UFC fights were that night. So Jason's we're in the artist room, just watching the fights over Jason's shoulder on his phone, and it gets to the point where they start ushering us out. And Ari Shafir comes out and introduces it, and he's got his nuts hanging out of his pants, which gigantic set of nuts. Like I'll give Ari props; they were enormous. They're tracks, uh, lumpy but enormous balls. Lumpy. All right. All right. <laughs> and he's like putting his leg up on the monitors, stretching and stuff, with his nuts hanging out of his pants. And then he brings up Zach Amico, who is like a Legion of Skanks regular. He's homies with those guys. He's like a Stand-up comic, but also big into trauma movies. I think he's even been in a couple. He's into wrestling and backyard wrestling and that kind of shit. It's kind of like a wild guy. I had guy. a feeling that that name sounded familiar. Yeah, it's definitely a name I've seen before. I don't, yeah. I don't know much about him, though. So he has his dick pierced with a big, thick fucking Ooh. hoop. He was in the Newcomb High movies Dom and I did on yeah. What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? So he hooks a rope up to his dick ring, ties two <clears throat> beers to it, and had people from the audience come up and try and no-hand chug them and have a chugging contest. That is fucked. Then they introduced the judges, one of whom was Steve Ranazizi. So he comes out, the other guy comes out, whose name I forget, and then they introduce Jason, and Jason walks out with his missile dick, and the whole room falls silent. 
Nobody knows what to say. And then, and then for five minutes, it just turns into jokes about how they're going to have to build a bigger stage to accommodate Jason's dick. And oh wow, he's like that well hung. <laughs> yeah. It stole yeah. the show. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it... this like well known in the? I'm sure it's well known in the Ellis yeah. fam, right? Yeah. Gotcha. But it, okay. it was it was like a show stopping moment. Like it took a minute for everybody <laughs> to like regain their composure to move the roast along. It's the kind Did of Jason guy who come walks out into a room completely naked, or just Donald ducking it? No, completely naked. Nice. So uh, that like that money ball like, uh, scene or or line where he's like, yeah, it's the kind of guy who walks in the room and his dick has been there for five minutes. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. I'm, at this point, like, I kind of knew what I was getting into. Like, uh, I knew it was going to be a bunch of dudes. Uh, Lewis said, like, yeah, there, there's, I think there's one or two girls, which when it's said like that, it's like, oh, that means there's no girls. Yeah, it's like our page. It's like our uh, Slack. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we got a girl. Uh, it turns out there there was one girl who did perform and went up and was fully naked. And another girl who came up and she was in, you know, pant, like a thong panties. And had electrical tape crisscrossed, blurring out her nips. Which they boo her. Yeah, she got booed for sure. Yeah, absolutely, you have to. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, if you are a comedian, and you're about to engage in a roast battle where you're taking the deepest of digs at your opponent, you're gonna have a decent amount of meat swinging, so that is not the focal point of all the attacks. I have never seen more needle dicks in my life it was insane i can't believe these people went up there hung like that like i'm talking tic-tac Not dicks <laughs> like there was like a pee hole and a little bit of head just sticking out of a gunt that was most of the dicks in this roast battle and i, I my jaw hit the floor i'm like that's what you showed up with it's like showing up to showing up turtling Shown up to a knife fight with one of those little uh, drink umbrellas from Benny Hanna's. <laughs> so, of course, everybody's making little dick jokes, but it's a little dick guy making a little dick joke. It, 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 it was insane. Like, Lewis was right. I, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, the, the roast jokes were pretty like, solid. Are they regular stand-up comedians? Because everyone's... Uh-oh. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Something just went wrong. Very wrong. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, but you're... It sounds like you're coming through the laptop speakers. It's awful. It keeps, it keeps switching back and forth. All right. That was normal. Uh, is it still good? Yes. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know what that was. Oh. So oh. I got the impression that they were mostly local Houston comics. I mean, still, everyone says, like, the most humbling experience you could have is going on stage and trying to make people laugh doing stand-up comedy. So that, with your tiny dick out, like, what kind of, like, you must have, like, I don't know, like, if you're one of those person people, you must have the thickest fucking skin or just, like, I don't know, a crazy ego somehow. <laughs> I don't know how you could do that, go up there with a little dick and try to tell jokes. Dude, they look like somebody smoked a Marlboro red to the filter and angrily stomped it out. Like, Oh, like really grinded it into the ashtray. That's the type of dicks you were working with. You call that a dick. (laughs) It almost made me want to sign up for it next year. 
I don't even have to tell jokes. I'll just go out there and pull out my, my normal penis. Yeah, I've, I've never felt better about my dick in my entire life. That was so cool. <laughs> I'm going to every skanks fest from here on out. Are you kidding me? This one guy comes out on crutches. Crutches. And just... everybody was overweight. So it's like this fat guy comes out on crutches and had units. like a little like micro mushroom dick with a string tied around it. So this guy must have broken his leg. His fucking his leg from the knee down is in a cast. He's trying to get up on stage, tumbles over. Another naked guy has to come over and help him up. <laughs> it was it was absolutely that was fucking hilarious. insane. It was hysterical. <laughs> Sounds hilarious. And on top of all that, fucking Zach Amico, this maniac, ha- invites people up on stage to and Shuddy Boy it has seen me get to this point, but has people take dollar bills and use a, a stapler, a hand, a hand staple gun and staple all these dollar bills to them. And he let the people pick where they wanted to staple it. And the first guy does like his chest. Second guy does like the side of his gut. And then this motherfucker comes up and staples it right into his neck. And then the next person all in his forehead just staples oh, no. click 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 like onto his forehead um and then was it like a gun or like a like a like classroom stapler it was like one of those square silver handheld ones with like a trigger that you squeeze ah, fuck yeah yeah it was nuts and and then he he topped it all off with putting his dick in a rat trap oh, so we've You've talked about doing that. At... Yeah, in the Wait, early you, days. I feel like you've done that before. You haven't? I haven't. So in the early days of MSPH, I was trying to get people to leave us reviews on iTunes. And I said if we hit 100 five-star reviews by episode 100, I would put my dick in a, in a rat trap. And thank God we didn't get enough <laughs> enough reviews. Because yeah. I remember I called Dr. Steve and I was like, look... Be honest with me. Is this something that's going to be just really, really painful and suck? Or could I like do some serious damage here? He's like, a rat trap to your dick, if it busts like the blood vessels or some shit, you could have a dorked dick for the rest of your life. Like it'll snap it and then you'll have an L shaped Tetris piece dick. And that would have been perfect for the naked roast. That scared me enough to the to the point where I was like, "Oh, thank God we didn't get enough reviews in time." Cause... That was also a, something we were going to do at a party of Dom's, uh, and but April hid the the trap from you and I. Yeah, that might have been a mouse trap, which is significantly that, smaller. That is true, but I'm pretty sure I could handle my dick in a mouse trap, but a rat trap. I'm surprised it didn't snap fucking Zach's meat straight off. There was a girl in front of me who started like screaming and she was like, I think I saw a piece of it fly off. I think a piece flew off. Oh, no. <laughs> One of the two girls in the audience. <laughs> yeah, there were a decent oh, amount of ladies there. I saw, I texted a picture to Jeff and Shuddy. There was this girl ringside during Ellis Mania who had a yeah. queen, a queen shirt on, but it was modified. So it said queef. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. I told you to give her my number. Did you give her my number? should have given her like an MSPH business card and be like, 
I think you'll like us. Well, that's what the, the conversation <laughs> that prompted me to my response to all of that was Dom left for the bathroom 20 minutes ago and hasn't come back. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. where these two stories Queef. converge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the Pulp Fiction moment. This is like the uh, final scene in the in the diner. <laughs> so is there any bit of Ellis uh, disappointed he didn't think of the naked roast first? Because that feels like Ellis mania content right there. It does, but it's maybe Not it's because it, it took place in Houston, but we've tried to do naked stuff before and the venues always put the kibosh on it in Vegas. Really? Wow. Yeah. No shit. I mean, I w I've been to Vegas multiple times for the AVNs, the fucking porno awards You're and naked there, right? No, you are not allowed to get naked. They have staff members in the convention hall. You can walk around with pasties, but the second one of the porn stars shows any so sort of nudity, they get ejected. Oh, wow. They get skanks fest red carded. Think you I mean, your, yeah, your uh, your phone out at the naked roast. That's crazy. You would yeah. think Vegas, if there was any place that'd be cool with it, besides maybe Florida, it would definitely be Vegas. Yeah, Sin City has a problem with nips. Weird. Who would have thought? Yeah. yeah. So, how many Skanks Fest dicks are you sucking? I mean, I had a fucking great time. I'm. I didn't really get to see any any stand up. That's a bummer. but. I know it was. The, the way it was organized was just, it was impressive. It was yeah. a tight ship. There was a lot happening, a lot. And it all went off without a hitch. You know, I was, I was in touch with the audiovisual guys, like, you know, behind the scenes shit. And they, you know, they have all these people doing podcasts there and they have to handle, like, recording it and getting them the video of it and getting them the, the audio files and all that stuff and, yeah, I got an email from those guys with our shit. It's just, yeah, really buttoned up, really professional. How do we get on next year's? Um, I think you're going to have to piss in a bong, shuddy boy. Fuck. <laughs> I walked out. Fair enough. I walked into that one. Poop in it. Okay, you know what? Okay, so I'll throw him under the bus because I don't mind. Arts had a suggestion. What if... I don't mind you throwing Arts under the bus either. <laughs> what if we filled a bong with lemonade... And put a Snickers in it. And we don't try and pass it off as pee and poop. It's just the Snickers lemonade bong hit. I mean, that's way why would I say original? no to that? But see, then that leads there to be some tomfoolery and some... Yeah, Arts is going to piss in the lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> or... Uh, I mean, you can handle the ingredients. Only you can I, sabotage it. it. It's the shit, and it's the shit that's the problem. So if we take, I'd even, I'd even entertain piss and the Snickers, like <laughs> you know, like if that would be the middle ground. I've already done the piss bong. You are really bad at negotiating. Okay, cool. So we'll do the piss, the Snickers. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is that maybe we should add some piss into this. The pee wasn't the deal breaker in the piss and shit bong. It was the shit. That's well, where. That's the, I that's knew it was one of the two, Kevin. Was. I knew it was one of the two. What about this, Shuddy? What if MSPH got booked for Skankfest next year and it was like a naked roast type situation where we went over the skanks with the crazy antics of you pissing and shitting into a bong and then doing a rip out of it? 
but there's no video or photo evidence. All phones are banned. Yeah, no phones. No phones allowed. It's just it's just you winning over an entire massive audience. An entire fan base immediately knows MSPH as the crazy fuckers who do piss shit bong rips. Kevin, do the Jordan Belfort. Now just be quiet and let him answer. I'm not saying definitely not. <laughs> okay. All right. We're getting there. We're There's gonna... like, that is a much more palatable idea than some of the others. But I mean, we're at like 2% of that being a possibility. If so, we're at second and goal right now, Kevin, let's use our three downs later on. We can get this. We can get this across the goal line. Look, we see Lewis J Gomez show up on shuddy boys, caller ID that 2% skyrockets. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get a win probability up to at least 50. <laughs> oh, um, man. So I yeah, had probably my, my favorite Saturday. And since the beginning of, or since the start of the pandemic, let me tell you, I can't imagine why. <laughs> I returned, I uh, went back to the coffee shop. Now the Vietnamese coffee shop. And for a lot of our new listeners or any of our new listeners who aren't familiar with the Vietnamese coffee shop, um, it's coffee shop in the Asian ghettos of, of uh, Orange County, either Westminster or Garden Grove generally. Um, they're in shopping plazas and uh, it's just Vietnamese coffee or smoothies served by naked waitresses oh. or waitresses wearing lingerie um now we there was a very famous situation or or instance where i went to a uh a coffee shop the same one that i went to this past saturday and i think the greatest coffee shop waitress ever who we call lovingly we refer to her lovingly as the goat uh worked there did you tell her like No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think I'm skipping ahead. So we were, <clears throat> we talked about this. I brought this up on the, on the podcast, sold her and her elegance really hard. And you, and then some of the other Puminati actually had made an appearance at this Vietnamese coffee shop. You've seen her, met her or whatever. Yep. And confirmed all the stuff that I was talking about. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a lame job for them, right? They're walking around, you know, a bunch of old people watching fucking sports, smoking cigarettes indoors, and they got to walk around. Not, they don't have to, but they walk around naked, refill your green tea, refill your, your coffee, whatever. Um, and, you know, some of them have, most of them have like really nice personalities when they sit down and talk to you. They're cool. But her personality is just, it's like, it seems like she loves this job, right? She loves it. So I really just go there, uh, obviously, you know, for the waitresses, it's cool, the coffee, whatever, but to watch sports, like that's, you know, that's what brings me there is if there's a big sports slate or sports day, or if I'm bored, I'll go and check it out. But uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, there wasn't any sports on, obviously, for the first few months. So I stopped going to the uh, coffee shop as regularly as I was. And when I say regularly, I said go like once every three or four months. Right. Uh, and then when I returned, she was no longer there. The goat was no longer there. And I, you know, I, her elegance, her wonderfulness, I assumed she was just off doing bigger and better things. Maybe she'd gotten married, settled down, whatever. 
I don't know. She's capable of whatever. I'm not putting anything past her, but I held out hope always that I would see her again at one of these coffee shops, but she wasn't working there for the past year or so. So this Saturday had nothing going on, bunch of football on randomly. I was like, Hey guys talking to my brothers, let's go to the coffee shop. We go there. The fucking goat returned the goat fucking returned me and my brothers, me and my brother Cheech had never met her before me and my brother's jaw dropped. Like, Oh my God, there she is. Like my heart like skipped the beat. I started like sweating. Like, did you, was, did you, when, when you, she came over, were you like, Oh, it's you. You're back. I, I didn't say that, but I did like, Oh, like, did I did you, like a gas. Like, Oh, did you try to get her name? So on days when she's not there, you can ask where she is and see, and like that way, if this happens again, where you go a bunch of times, you don't see her be like, Hey, um, did the goat quit? I don't, I know her. I think her name is angel. I could ask. But I never, I never did. I don't know. I just felt weird about asking. I, I don't know why. I mean, there's much weirder shit happening at that thing or at that place. It's like, yeah, you're not asking know, to give her a credit card. Right, right. I mean, shit. One of the waitresses years ago was telling me how one of the guys bought her a Lexus. Um, one of the waitresses there just telling me how often guys are like trying to FaceTime or take pictures of, this, uh, of like naked girls and they'll call them out. That's kind of the joke about the naked roast thing that I made earlier. So you'll, you'll hear a lot of like crazy shit or crazy stories, but I don't know. I didn't want to be one of those creepers, even though I kind of am, you know, somewhat of a regular, not a creeper, but I've been to that about these coffee shops a whole bunch of times. Um, but man, she did not fucking skip a beat. Now her hair, she dyed her hair blonde, which it's not as, uh, I would prefer she goes back to like the previous like brunette look, but it's all good. She's still smoking hot. She's got piercings on her little back dimples now. Whoa. And she has like a couple more tattoos, but the execution. So she joined a gang. Of, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little nervous about the crowd she's running in now, uh, running with now, but whatever it's, I'm sure she can handle herself. She seems to be doing fine in these coffee shops. But her execution, her commitment to her craft, her job hasn't fucking missed a beat. And like she rises, raises the tide and the execution, the performance of everyone else there. So when we got in there and she comes up to the table, she's refilling our drinks and she tells my brother $5 pussy and everything. And I was like, oh, no. And my brother goes into his wallet, doesn't have a five. So he just hands her a $10 bill. And she's like, okay, I'll be right back. And she, she goes to the back. So I, I know she's going to come back. She's going to pull out her pussy. I'm not emotionally, emotionally, Wait, why did, I am not. Why did she have to go in the back? She have to go get her pussy? I don't know. Maybe she just wanted to get change and bring him back a $5 bill. Oh. You know, something like that. She's not carrying change. She's not really carrying anything besides the fucking pitcher of green tea. Um, I don't know. She's like, I'll, I'll be right back. So she goes to the back. I'm not emotionally ready to see her vagina in the first five minutes. Like I, I got, I need to build up to that moment. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't, you just I don't talk, talk dirty to me a little bit, blowing my <laughs> ear. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. When she goes to the bathroom, I go to the ba- or when she goes to the back. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I gotta go chub up, guys. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. So I come back. 
she had already had given Bill his five dollar pussy and everything. Oh, special. you missed it. I missed it in that time. Um, so okay, real quick though, pussy and everything. Does that mean she bends over and gives you a predator? Yes. Wow, what a deal! Five dollars doesn't yeah. even get you a fucking iced latte at Starbucks. I know. So, well, I think what she did, she did what she did for Bill and she did for us. I guess she just like bent over like right in front of his like right in front of his face and like you know spread her lips. And <laughs> I I was like, oh, gee, did you fucking see this? And this is what makes the goat the goat. He was like, no, you know, I didn't pay the five dollars, and like she did it in a way that really only Bill could see it. I was like, what? Like, it doesn't make sense because it's all a bunch of tables on top of each other. You know what I mean? But it does. Yeah, it's make a big sense. open room. Right. It does kind of make sense because I don't know. She just has tricks. Again, she's a fucking goat. Right. And I was like, oh, shit. And Bill was like, oh, man, it was awesome. So later on, at the end of the day or not the end of the day, but before I leave, I get the five dollar pussy and pussy and everything special. Right. And she straight up. Like just does a predator honestly like this close to my fucking face. And if I, if you guys at home want to simulate this, essentially all you need to do is go Google the Dune movie poster and put the screen right up to your face. That's pretty much, <laughs> that's pretty, I, I was face to face with the goats Dune. Oh, and look, pussy it's, lips. it's Shai Halud. Oh man. It was fucking wonderful. I almost fainted. I almost fainted. And she if did. I get, a if I give you fifteen, will you fart? <laughs> she did a few five-dollar pussy and everything. Some, some other, uh, some pussy and everything specials. They got the, the spread eagle where she would sit on the chair next to you and just like, open up. That shit was pretty crazy. Um, the OBGYN special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. The dental dam special. <laughs> oh, <man>. But. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we we were joking like the whole like the rest of the. Uh, did you tell her that you missed night. her? I did. She did you know why my titties? And I was like, yes, that's exactly yeah. Totally. Did you Anger did you energy. tell did you tell her that she's a character in MSPH wrestling? No, she. I mean, her, <laughs> her English unfortunately has not really improved since, <laughs> since no. we last since we last spoke. I mean. I wasn't really sure what the pussy and everything meant, but she said $5 pussy and everything and no problem. Yeah. $5. And we were talking, we were joking throughout the rest of like the visit, like real, if she just came out, stuck her hand out and was like hundred dollars, I'm, I'll put a hundred dollars in her hand. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Sure. Here you go. Now what? <laughs> you know what I mean? like, if she came out, it was like your wallet. All right, yeah, here's my wallet. What what's up now? What are we gonna do? <laughs> here's my social down. security number. Here's the deed to my car. <laughs> yeah. Do you need my PIN number for my my debit card? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you need. You do you have your bills paid for for the next year? I've never, Kevin. I've never wanted to purchase a human so fucking bad. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I I I, I want to mean that respectfully, but it's hard, obviously. Um, but man, just. Like everything runs better when she's there. There's like another girl who's also just a complete smoke show. She also did the predator to just kind of just that. Cause I mean, look, a rising, a rising predator, a rising tide raises all the ships. And I probably saw like, honestly, the most beautiful girl 
uh, coffee shop waitress that I've ever seen there at this, uh, the last time I was, I was there even like prettier than the goat. Like she essentially her, she was like an Asian Olivia Munn, like an absolute, you know, Olivia Munn's Asian, right? A more Asian Olivia (laughs) Munn. I I do know Olivia Munn's Asian. (laughs) Olivia Munn's half Asian, right? She was like an Asian Jackie Chan. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia Munn's half Asian. I'm saying this girl is fully Asian. I get you. I get you. All right. All right. (laughs) It's just a funny example. I know. I know. Well, I thought about this for a while. And when we were talking about it, I was like trying to make that comp with my brothers. And the first comp that I had was an Asian, like young Catherine Zeta Jones. And that just didn't feel as accurate. So I feel like Olivia Munn's more accurate. She's just a more Asian version of that. Picture but, Lucy Liu, but Asian. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I wasn't a hundred percent sure if Olivia Munn was Asian. I kind of thought she was, but whatever. I think the comp works. Uh, well, but what a what a fucking what a Saturday! Then I uh, went home and watched Canelo Alvarez fight. So it was a fight night for me as well. Uh, I wasn't uh, entertaining people like you and hanging out with the Puminati. But Saturday was fucking awesome. Uh, it sounds like we all had a great weekend. So yeah. it was nice. First time we all have stories to tell. And again, since probably the the pandemic. Right? Yeah, yeah. For the most Good part, stuff. America's back. It's fucking back. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did sneak in a movie before heading to Houston. I went to a Thursday night showing of the new Marvel movie, The Eternals, which I was sort of sweating going into it because um, Jeff's favorite website, the only barometer he listens to when choosing a movie, Rotten Tomatoes. There is there is new listeners perhaps that are going to believe <laughs> that it's terrible. It's get it's I think it's the first Marvel movie that's got that's certified rotten. Yeah, yeah. My brothers were talking about this weekend the first MCU movie uh, that really gets bad reviews. Yeah, and I don't know from the trailers. I was a little nervous because it didn't look very Marvelly. It looked more <laughs> fantasy, like uh, I don't know, like Troy or something. Or Gladiator, just it, it seemed like a like a, a whole different vibe to it from the trailer. I saw Nomadland, which was obviously a well-made film, but I didn't like it very much because it was just too fucking depressing and it just made me miserable. So, I mean, and a, Chloe Zhao and a, a an Academy Award-winning director at the helm of it, I was like, well, let's see. I mean, there's a world of difference between Nomadland and the Marvel movies. So let's <laughs> let's see what she can do. But you're breaking my brain. So you're saying the director of Nomadland, she directed Eternals. Yes, and was one of the oh, writers on it. Oh no, shit. Yeah, that is weird. But I was also she sold out immediately. I was I was excited for the for some of the cast. You know, Kumail hey, Nanjiani. Finally, you love in that the, guy. Yeah, awesome. Um, you got Snow, is that the, or Rob Stark. Rob is Stark, the... Jon Snow, um, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek. That's okay. Those two castings were weird and made me nervous because a lot of the people that get cast in Marvel movies, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. isn't wasn't the Robert Downey Jr. he is today. I mean, he got started his career very strong, completely tanked it, was pretty much like one foot out of out out the door 
when Iron Man happened, and then it was an enormous success and built this entire fucking Marvel universe. So then he became a billion-dollar property. But, I mean, when it started, Robert Downey Jr., yeesh, Iron Man yeah. movie? Chris Hemsworth, yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah, all relatively unknowns, not giant names. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was thought of, like, that's a good, like, entertainment history lesson there. Because at the time... Yeah, he was no Robert Downey Jr. was thought to be a gamble. Like, yeah, that was a gamble for that role. Yep. And now it's just like that's that's fucking Tony Stark. Like, you can't think of anything else. Exactly. It's almost you almost have to retire the fucking character, even though yeah. they're not going to. So it was. I mean, it was. It was that was wild. Um, now that the mm-hmm. now that they're up to fucking Angel Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek, but uh, the other person I was super stoked about was the guy from. Uh, um, Train to Busan, which if you haven't seen Train to Busan, it's a Korean zombie movie that is just fucking epic. It's like even if you're burnt out on the whole zombie genre, still watch Train to Busan. It's fucking insane. It's it's really well acted. It's cast perfectly, and they put him in the movie as Don Lee, but uh, Ma Dong Sok. I'm probably butchering that, but that's. No, it sounds right. <laughs> that's Mom that's Dong how Sun. it's like phonetically spelled on his IMDb. I guess that's his uh, like actual Korean name, not his Americanized name that they're billing him as in Eternals. But that guy was my favorite character in Train to Busan, and seeing him in the Marvel universe was that was fucking dope. So both Rant Rant and I went in with really really low expectations, and it did start off rocky. It started off just kind of sterile feeling and didn't have the charm of Marvel movies and felt really, really far from being a Marvel movie. And once it finally picks up steam, it it, it definitely got better. The the deviants, which were the race of bad guys in the movie, it was that was kind of a bummer because they just look like generic CGI noodle monsters. You mean the deplorables? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that that wasn't that part wasn't all that impressive, but it it warmed up, it got better, and I feel like it got a little bit of a an unfair shake. I think it's better than the critics are making it out to be. It it already had you know an uphill battle because it got review bombed because there's a gay character in it, and apparently we live in fucking Afghanistan where people are triggered by gay people, so people just without even seeing it, just started spamming review sites, giving it, you know, zeros or ones or the lowest score they could possibly give it because, oh, no, gay people. <laughs> That's interesting, though. How do, you, how do you know that? I'm not pushing back. I'm, I'm interested. How do you know that? No, it was, it was a whole thing. See, I it did see reporting. there were articles about it that, the, that uh, Kumail and everybody was, it, a lot of people associated with the movie were saying that they didn't care that, they were getting review, not that they didn't care, but that the people that were review bombing it, they don't care about their opinion, I guess is kind of understood. Okay. But it got into, it got into some good cosmic shit. It's setting the stage for Marvel movies to get, to get weirder and more cosmic, which I'm totally into. There's- Do you think that it's, Everybody's got a got fatigue of the genre, and that's why these movies are 
not being so well received and also not as good anymore. I don't think so because I, I mean, thought I thought Shang Chi was awesome and that got really good reviews. Um, I th- I just think this was it didn't feel like a Marvel movie for most of it. So I think that's uh, probably what threw people off. It was long. It definitely could have been shorter. There were a hundred percent some glaring issues with the story and some of the stuff that happened. You're like, wait, why the fuck? Why did that just happen? There's something that happens towards the end, which I won't spoil, but it was like, that was really out of place. Did not need to happen. That was fucking weird. Uh, but it's it's opening the door to Celestials. Like, Celestials make an appearance now, and I really, really was holding out hope. I knew it was a long shot, but like, come on, give me some fucking Galactus. Give me some fucking Galactus. But I think... I have a feeling they were throwing around some terms associated with Galactus. Like there were mentions of cosmic energy and shit and the the power cosmic. And I'm like, ooh, I bet you we're going to see Galactus at some point. I think in phase four of the Marvel movies. But which, wait, which phase technically are we in? We're, wait, we're in four. Is, we're in phase four now. Oh, I see. I, I mean, I'll suck 3.5 Eternals dicks. Wasn't perfect but nowhere near as bad as people are making it out to be. Definitely could have been trimmed down. Definitely, you know, sniffing its own farts at some points, but both myself and the missus enjoyed ourselves. Is Kamel Nanjani, was he good in it? Oh, yeah. Awesome. He was like the comic relief. He was super funny. um, Very Kumail-y in nature. He he brought a lot of Kumail to the character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was sick. All right, that's cool. And you said Rant Rant did enjoy it as, her as well. Yeah, since she does, she's a lady. She doesn't suck dicks for movie scores. She gave it a seven. That's right. Rant Rant is a lady. Yep, very fancy. What uh, did you see? Shuddy? Champion, right? Yeah, she's she's a what champion. What I well. saw was not any kind of lighthearted romp through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's for sure. I just watched Schindler's List like three times in a row this weekend. We watched The Girl Next Door. Not the Eliza Dushkuzgers. Not that love one. that movie in college. Nope. This is a much different one uh, from 2007, starring William Atherton. Maybe not starring. I shouldn't say starring because he's in the beginning, then the, at the very beginning, and then there's a f- flashback that's the entire movie, and then he's at the very end. Is but he the dickhead from the Ghostbusters movies? He sure is. Fuck yeah. That guy kicks ass. Um, and it's based on a Jack Ketchum book, which is based on an actual event. And it's about a girl who is being taken care of by a woman with her own children who tie this girl up in their basement, beat her, starve her, sexually abuse her five uh, dicks i'm talking five and dicks. then uh she dies from her injuries okay it not is, a happy ending why did you guys is, why'd you spoilers. do this to yourself spoilers sharon suggested we she oh. it was a suggestion on her netflix i think i'm not a hundred percent sure but this, it was not what she was expecting it was fucking hard to watch wait like wait a second when does emil hirsch come into this where is emil hirsch 
<laughs> yeah, where's uh, is it Timothy Olfant or Josh Ju- Josh Tuhamel? Forget which one is in there. I think it's Timothy Olfant. Yikes! Well, yeah, it how, was... how many girl next dick door dicks are you sucking? I don't feel comfortable using that. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, but it was. I will never watch it again. It is a one and a half dicker for sure. It was yikes. It wasn't. I mean, it's from 2007, but it the it was so grainy. Like it was definitely a low budget film. Yikes! Uh, the one of the screenshots on IMDb is a naked woman strung up by her arms in front of like shirtless boys in their underwear. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the guy who played, um, he was in Breaking Bad. Oh, the Hector Scaramanca, right? Yes. Yep. He is, he gets hit by a car in the opening sequence of the movie and that's all he's in it. He just plays a homeless guy. His credit is homeless man hit by car. (laughs) Wait, is that the guy who's in the uh, wheelchair and breaking bed? Yeah, correct. That's, that's actually his origin story. That's how he ended up in the wheelchair. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, A tough watch. Well, I now know to avoid that one if it gets suggested for some weekend watching. Yeah. Immediately shooting that one down. Nope. I, I want you and Rent Rent to review Girl Next Door. It sounds wonderful. It's another, it's yeah, another one of those Hirsch movies one. when after it was over, Sharon's like, I'm not picking what we watch for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon suspended herself. Yep. Sharon's grounded herself from making the decisions. You get a month's worth of He-Man movie. Hand up. I made a mistake and I see that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging with us. If you need more MSPH in your life, we strongly advise you to head over to patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. You can get yourself much, much more content. Um, I did get the the go ahead. I've been looking at our Patreon comments. People, People want more queef or no queef. Our dealer, no deal watch along show. We uh, forgot something. We got a wrestling announcement. That's right, Shuddy. Are we are we going to be uh, keeping you from your your nightly uh, duties? No, we can crunch, we can do this time? and then go into Patreon. We've got plenty of time. Okay. You know, Dom needs to leave. 15 Mad scientist party hour. Breaking news with Shuddy. MSPH Wrestling X. That is the confirmed name for it. X. As in, suck it. Uh, We have changed. The date has been changed by management. I had nothing to do with this. To December 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Dom's Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash DomV311. Yeah. Kevin's selfish fucking cousins had to get married the original weekend. You know what we should do? We should move MSPH Wrestling X to the wedding venue that your that your cousins are getting married at, <clears> and we'll show them how to put on a real fucking put on a real event. Yeah, when they see Dom versus a hot dog, they're gonna lose their shit. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna there's gonna be a bigger Twitch audience than the wedding audience. I'll tell you that. Uh, we are management is introducing power rankings for MS the MSPH Wrestling roster. Oh yeah. 
power rankings will be revealed prior to each upcoming event. Spoiler as alert, it, I'm in the bottom. As it stands right now, the snow bastard spat as the reigning world heavyweight champion is number one in the power rankings. Fucking horse shit. Fucking the dragon Jeff the dragon Jeff Clark, the reigning hardcore TV champion, is uh, ranked number two, followed by the Bat Dad with his Mister Money in the Bank. Rent uh, hey, Rant is at number four as reigning women's champion. She's only had one match. How is that? How is that the case? Because she holds a belt. Oh. I, I thought she won one match to get into the other match. Yeah, she did. She oh, yeah, she did. Like she won two. All right, that's fair. But uh, Bonesy, the reigning Canadian champion, is fifth. The Roid Warriors are number six. Nice. <laughs> uh, Arts is number seven. He's the number one contender for the Hardcore TV Championship. So we'll he's going to be facing Jeff at MSPH Wrestling X. Uh, Pooh Generation X is ranked number eight, followed by Curvy Beer Girl and Low Man Chris, rounding out the top ten. We've got two new matches to announce, which is the best food match, a TLC match, be- tables, ladders, and chairs, between Oshido Sauce and Ronald McDonald. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Throwing Oshido right into the fire. Wow. What a big moment for them. And then we've got the Poop Slime Alley parking lot brawl. On God. Let's do it. Featuring the $11 trillion man versus Cool Beans, Kevin Kraft. Oh, man. This is going to be devastating when I lose to that guy. You have to move out of your apartment. You're gonna have to move into Poop Slime Alley. Yeah, we're gonna trade. He gets my apartment, and I have to go outside <laughs> and do meth and scream in his window. Yeah, we're gonna put our fucking our shelters on the line. If we had more, if we had more audio chops, we would somehow we'd have to mix that into his entrance music somehow. And as uh, you might have guessed, based on Kevin's new name, there will be a new ring attire for him. Cool. In Cool Beans character. Fuck yeah. Man, I can't wait for this event. December 5th? December 4th. 4th. Yeah, 4th. By the way, real quick, (laughs) wanted to throw this out into the universe. I almost forgot. If anybody is looking to do a porn parody of Eternals, already got a name for you. Internals. <laughs> nah. All cream nice. pies. It's yours. You're welcome, adult film industry. And uh, just one last thing, uh, everybody. Kevin Kraft does have a cameo. Don't forget. Oh, nice. What is the sinister, what's the sinister reasoning of you throwing that out there? Just... I'm about to see what your response time is and maybe bust your balls a little bit, but that's all. I, I was just thinking of it and I decided to try and be nice. Yeah. Well, a guy can't give a plug for yeah, his, for his friend. Business. Jeez. On this podcast, nothing, nothing comes without a cost. Yeah. 
There's got to be some sort of lemonade and Snickers involved. <laughs> I believe there's an Etsy also that you might be able to purchase things from. No listings he, yet. He but... does have, if you... you go to Cameo, he does have a five-star rating. I give people yeah, what they on. want. Hold on. Unanimous five-star rating. I've done. Out of a numerous number of reviews. A large number. I've done freestyle. The biggest, somewhat, the biggest number of reviews. The greatest, even. I've, I've, done, I've done freestyles for people. I've done Jeff and Shuddy having gay sex scenarios. I've delivered some news as Droopy. Wow. I'm happy that the audience would suck five Kevin Kraft cameo dicks. And me too. KKK. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah. Check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. If you want to see the show minus the Easter egg, YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour. If you'd like to subscribe and check it out there. Um, you also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeffrey Records. And at MSPH Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you want to be a part of voicemails, yay. 201-472-0139. And leave a message after the beep. Uh, you got anything else, Shuddy? Am I forgetting anything? No, sir. All right, friends. We'll catch you on the flip side. A.K.A. Patreon. But hey, until next time. <laughs> Something. Dear, 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 dear. Oh. My apologies. I am currently eating Starbucks oatmeal packed with fiber. Nutrients. Ooh. That's a little low. Was that a shuddy I spotted? Mom has to go to the store on her way home, just so you know. <laughs> shuddy got a victory somehow. Did you, uh, how did you get home from the airport, buddy? Rent Rant picked me up. All right, good. It's the value of having a significant other. I was going to say, you could have hit me up because I would have done whatever I need to do to my schedule to pick you up from the airport. Um, I wish... You're a true friend, the, Jeff. I wish the Uber fair ride from the airport on no one. Dude. I don't hate anyone in LA as much as the... Uh, I fucking... So, I, I left... Obviously left Houston this morning. Got up super early. Had all my shit packed up. I get down into the lobby. I go to call an Uber. They wanted $90 to go to the airport. When I landed and got an Uber to the airport when I first got to Houston, it was like 30, 35 or something like that. These cocksucking crooks wanted fucking 90 so I just went to one of the idling cabs nearby, and he took me there for sixty. Right, which still sucks, but hey, you saved thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's like 
man, I remember remember when Uber was like affordable and right. made sense to use. It was like, hey, was... come come use an Uber. We're way cheaper than cabs. We come right to you. It's like seven bucks to get to where you're going, and you don't have to tip. And then it's like, oh, you guys like this service? Well, the the prices are going to skyrocket. Um, we're going to introduce surging. Oh, and you got a tip now because we don't feel like paying these these poor fuckers. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a fucking essentially a crime. Those motherfuckers just have instant access to our to our bank accounts. It sucks. I can't tell you how much since stuff started like happening again, since like life opened back up, I've opted for a cab so many more times than Uber because every time I check it, it's just fucking gouge mode. Yeah, I'm kind of off of Ubers at this point. If I could, no, I would just take the cabs. It's a real bummer. Shuddy, how you feeling? Good. I'm fine. Can we talk about the whole thing that went down this week? Absolutely. Weekend? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, does Dom want to like call in or anything? Or is he working? <laughs> No, I don't. I don't know. Send me, him the Skype. <laughs> let me te- text him. Fucking dumb. I don't think we've ever. He's ever came on the podcast, has he? He has. Long time ago. Okay. We need to get him on for a little far away action. Yeah, because I feel like something was lost in translation in those texts. Because. I, I'm wondering how literal it was because if it is literal, it's pretty. It was literal hilarious. enough. Recording in progress. That, um, our evening in Philadelphia ended at hospital of the at University of Pennsylvania emergency room. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> America's back, huh? Oh my god! Holy shit! I got to go into the bowels of Lincoln Financial Field. Saw the Chargers team buses. Like I was like, that's where I was. Like I was down in the belly. <laughs> we were down in the belly when we were in the first aid area. This motherfucker couldn't eat a hot dog, huh? Yikes. <laughs> His very last <laughs> bite of hot dog, even. Oh no. <laughs> almost got through it. So if he didn't take that very last bite, he wouldn't have ended up in the hospital. Correct. Huh. Flew a little too close to the sun with the hot dog, I guess. Huh? Yeah, Dom is the Icarus of hot dogs. <laughs> Jeez. Dom is not. He's going over his on his way to his parents for dinner. Yeah, is he going to explain to them what happened? Yeah, he should just he should know? just zoom in from his phone and and tell the story in front of them. Oh, I. I asked if he wanted me to call them, and he's like, no. Just here. We'll see how it goes. Oh, I've, I've heard his mom go on some flip outrages before. I would love to catch one of those again. I was so happy he told me not to. I was so happy that I didn't have to be the messenger. Oh, that would have been bad news, huh? It would have been my fault. This was all my idea. <laughs> like, yeah, they would have found a sheriff to come and arrest Shuddy. Shuddy would have been grounded by Dom's mom. <laughs> Uh, okay. Let me get the thingy lined up with the thingy. All right, we should do a short Easter egg, right? Because we're crunched for time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we don't have to stick to the 
to the 60-30, but if we could maybe keep it to around 215 and be done around 730 combined, that would be fantastic. I don't know what time Chipotle is open till tonight. <laughs> Why? Well, but you start a second job? No, no, that's what we're having for dinner. Smoke brisket, baby. Yes, sir. That's why we're having it. We're putting the the plumbing of Casa de Shadi through hell tomorrow. (laughs) I'm very interested in how that tastes. I was thinking about getting a a smoked brisket uh, burrito bowl myself. So I'm interested in what your your score is going to be on that. Man, it's always so tough finding. Anytime I add new buttons, it just completely rearranges the pages, and I can't find the fucking theme song. Do you have the sound button of Dom choking on that hot dog last night? Um, I think I have it right here. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was so excited that that made made it that he finally made it to a button. He mentioned that to me uh, on the way to Philly yesterday. <laughs> Oh, it should get some mileage out of it today. So oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. I found it. Damn it! Next time, something. And we like have a wrestling here. announcement. I've Don't heard. Forget. Yeah, we got a okay. lot of shit to get to. I saw a movie. Oh, I don't. Even, I don't even know if we're gonna have time for that, Kevin. We have a lot of stuff to get to. I also saw a movie. We probably right, saw well, the same we, movie. We have no, time we to get to that. Oh. We don't have time to get to Kevin's. Though. I didn't see Eternals. <laughs> Uh, from Los Angeles, California, we round, we down. This is the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> <laughs>